Hi, welcome to Dry Jan Plan. Uh, these are very short episodes to help you get through dry January. I've, uh, in the past, have you found yourself white knuckling it and using willpower and maybe caving in and having that drink? So I've put this series together for the whole month of January just to give you some tips and skills and techniques and some expert advice. I've been alcohol free since 2019. And um, whether you're planning on extending your alcohol free um, lifestyle or whether you're just taking a month off, these tips and skills will be absolutely invaluable to help you get through the month and certainly make you think about drinking and the way your drinking pattern is when the first February comes around. A caveat is if you think you are physically dependent on alcohol, i.e. if you stop drinking, you get headache, you get sweaty, you get shaky, please, please go and seek medical advice before stopping because it can be very dangerous just stopping alcohol if you have a physical dependency. So these will be dropping every day. So tune in and uh, please do leave me a review. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye. Hello, hello, hello. Day 29 of the dry jam plan. <gasps> duh, duh, duh. We're getting so near. Massive pat on the back to you. <laughs> it's coming through your phone or whatever you're listening to, and I'm giving you a massive pat on the back because you deserve it, even if you've decided to drink to dry through dry January. It doesn't matter because if you've had time off, even if you've had a couple of hiccups where you've not really wanted to drink but you have drank then it doesn't matter because the majority of January if you've not drank at all then that's a massive massive achievement. I'm reading from Dr Caroline Leaf's book again um, which is Switch on Your Brain Every Day and this is a reading 365 readings for peak, peak happiness thinking and health. Now Dr Caroline Leaf is a a neuroscientist, she's a South African lady, she's a Christian. So if you're thinking about getting this book, just be aware that it is Bible-based, but there's lots of really interesting um, information in there. And on day 48 in her book, it says here in Romans, that's a book in the Bible, Romans chapter 7, verse 15, I don't understand what I do. I don't do what I want. You see but I do what I hate. And how many times have we done that? We've picked that glass up and we don't really want it, but it's just been habitual and we've just done it anyway and we feel really rotten about it. And her brainy tip in the book here is it takes time and effort to change the way we think, feel and choose. Because remember, we're talking about our thoughts that change the way we feel and then the feeling makes us produce actions and often those actions are not what we want to do is like pick up that glass at the end of the day we don't really want to do that some of us do want to do that but know the consequences of doing that it'll be just not just one glass it'll probably be a bottle might even be two bottles and then the consequences of that so it's just thinking it takes time and effort to change the way we think, feel and choose. And she's put here, we are desperate to do the right thing, but we fail again and again. How do we change? How do we find the strength to change? Will things ever get better? Well, I can vouch for that and I can say, yes, for sure they do get better. 
You just have to stick at it. She goes on to say, it is always important to remember that true change takes time and quite a bit of effort. Not talking about willpower here. I'm talking about effort in changing your thoughts and your thinking, which is the magic bullet. That's where it all all starts. All starts in your head and how you think around alcohol and how you think around your drinking patterns and your drinking habits. And that's where the changes start in your brain. And Dr. Caroline Leaf says it takes 21 days to build a long term memory and redesign neural pathways, which is all about neuroplasticity, because we can rewire our thoughts. Scientists have actually got it on record, filmed. I've seen it myself on how neurons can grow and how you can change the way you think and your thinking patterns. So it takes 21 days to build a long-term memory and redesign neural pathways and another 42 days to give those new thought networks sufficient energy to become a habit. 42 days to become a habit. And that will impact your behaviour. So you will have done 31 days. So if you want to carry on, be rest assured that your neural pathways are changing the way you are thinking. And 42 days, it takes for a new thought network to have enough energy to change your actual habit. And that will impact your drinking behaviour. Says most people give up after only four or five days because they don't know or understand the science behind effective lasting change. But this doesn't have to be you. Absolutely doesn't have to be you. So don't give up. And run the race. (laughs) And it is. Is it a race? Maybe it is a race. Maybe it's not a race. But you've got to do you and what you think is best for you. But if you want long-lasting change around your drinking patterns, then she's saying it takes 42 days to build the neural pathways and actually build up that energy to change habits. And then she's put for at least 63 days. So you've got to keep running that race, as she says, for 63 days. So we've gone from 21 days to build long-term memory to 42 days to give new thought networks sufficient energy to become a habit, and then 63 days to run the race and keep making those changes. And keep reminding yourself that observable change takes up to 63 or even 84 days. And with each day that passes, the structure of your brain is being transformed for the better. Now, I can vouch for the 84 days because when I decided to take a break, it was 30 days to start with and then it was another 30 days and then it was another 30 days. And I've heard so many people say it and it happened to me around the 90-day mark, something shifted for me. 
Now, I'd not, I'd not been using willpower. I've used some willpower, but I'd been learning from books, listening to podcasts, being in communities, talking with like-minded people, and really rewiring my thoughts around alcohol. And around about 90 days, it was like something clicked. There's like a switch clicked in my head. And it became much easier. And I thought, I've done three months. I want to do another. Not biting my, you know, white-knuckling it, that's the word I'm looking for. I wasn't white-knuckling my way through. I was just thinking, you know what, I'm just going to push it a bit more and see what happens. I'm going to push it a bit more and see what happens. I'm going to push it a bit more and see what happens. And here I am, well over four years now. I gave up in October 2019 with no desire for a drink whatsoever. Do I still think about alcohol? My husband still drinks and I see it and I smell it around and I see other people drinking when we go out. But I've just completely lost that desire to drink. And if you are in that camp of not wanting to drink, that is like, you know, the goal really is just not to desire drink. And if you go back into my episodes and look at the four A's, which is asleep, awake, aware and alive, that is all about the different levels that we're at where our drinking is concerned And I am at the alive stage where I don't even, it's so unconscious in my mind that that it's just, my brain's been rewired so much that it's deep in my unconscious that I'm a non-drinker, that I don't drink. And I don't even have to think about it anymore. So go back and listen to that if you're interested in where you are on the for a spectrum I would really encourage you to do that so think about the 21 days the 42 days the 63 days the 84 days and decide where you want to be do you want to carry on after the 31st of January which is only two days away oh two whole days away and just make that decision on where you're going to be. My friend um, who I met through the wellbeing charity work that I volunteer at, she has decided that she's going to keep going. And one of the other ladies on the on the course as well who actually couldn't get into my course, she'd not done the pre-work beforehand. Um, you have to register and just come to a taster session, and she hadn't done that. So she couldn't come to Sober October that I ran. So she just did it on her own. And amazing. This is a lady that was drinking a couple of bottles of brandy a week. And she just immersed herself in um, educating herself around alcohol. And then eventually came to the January uh, 30 days that we've been doing. And just, just carried on. And he's just, you know, amazed, feeling great. <laughs> she said she's got an appetite for sugar and she's eating everything in sight at the minute, but that's okay. That's okay. If she wants to address that later on down the line, then fine. I did that with sugar. I was a complete sugar addict for a whole year, which made me pre-diabetic. So I had to think about my health and actually address that, which I have done. And I've got a much healthier relationship 
that doesn't mean to say I don't have sugar because I still do. But I have a much healthier relationship with food than what I did um, when I stopped drinking. So if you've turned to, you know, sweet things as a substitute for not having the alcohol, then don't worry about it. The important thing is the toxicity of the alcohol has completely gone out of your body now. And all you're doing now is rebalancing all those chemicals because your body was relying on those chemicals that were being released when you drank alcohol. So you're in that rebalancing stage at the minute and you will continue to be in that rebalancing stage if you move forward into February without alcohol. So hope you enjoyed that and I will see you again tomorrow, day 30. And Take care. Bye-bye.